0: Welcome to the Truth In Podcast with Liberty and Love Church. We are here to assist our listeners in developing and strengthening their relationships with God. Join Pastor Jay in seeking truths that will minister to the hearts and minds of every listener. Let's start truth in people. What's up, family? It is Pastor Jay, and it's Truth and With Liberty And Love. I'm excited to be with you once again. We have been having an amazing time, haven't we? I'm so glad to be able to do this with you guys. You guys are becoming family, uh, and I hope that you get to see much more of me, much more of my guests, and that you are encouraged by what we give you, Um, And so I know just as I'm talking, I'm encouraging myself. And that's the ultimate goal for us to consider, for us to think, and for us to redefine our relationship with God. Um, And so I've been pretty excited about our topics and what we've been covering. Uh, We've really been having some fun together. So with that being said, I want to introduce our topic. And that topic is make room for God. The reason why I wanted to deal with this topic was because I kind of examined my life. And for a 27-year-old, as I look over things, I see that I'm pretty busy for my age. Uh, I have a lot on my schedule, a lot on my plate, and it's important that I don't neglect my relationship with God. It's important that I still do what the word of God says and acknowledge him in all dying ways, right? And so I was looking at just how busy I was and was like, wait, 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 wait. Even though I'm doing a lot of things that's for the kingdom of God, Don't you know you can do a lot of things but still not be making time for your relationship with God? And so I really thought about that and was like, man, I don't want to be so busy. Where although, yes, this is kingdom work, I'm not spending that personal time strengthening and developing my relationship with God. Um, And so, honestly, there were lyrics to a song that I wanted to quote and it's by Jonathan McReynolds. So I did not write it. Uh, but it says here, uh, and the song is called make room. And it says, I find space for what I treasure. I make time for what I want. I choose my priorities and Jesus, you're my number one. So I will make room for you. I will prepare for two. So you don't feel that you can't live here. Please live in me. And I, uh, looked at those words and then it goes down and it says my will, You can move that over my way. You can move that over my ego. You can move that over my plans. You can move that over my schedule. You can move that over. Those are some serious words when you really look at it, Uh, because of the fact that sometimes we're so busy that it's just really, can I really move my schedule over for you? God, my ego, as big as it is, can I really move that over for you? God. But, when you realize that there's benefits to putting God first, it's really important that you do make room for God. Uh, I'll give you something and I'll share something real personal with you. Uh, I went through a season on my life of my life where God dealt with me on relationships, uh, not a relationship with him, but just in general, on uh, the journey to marriage. And one of those things was, it was about, someone once told me, you make time for what you want to make time for. And I thought about that. And I realized, though, this, if you want to see something succeed, involve God in it. And when God was dealing with me on just relationships and courting, it was more of A relationship has a different result when both parties are seeking the will of God. And man, that did something for me just to begin to think from that aspect because uh, (laughs) I'll put it this way. I I tell our church all the time at Liberty and Love, I say, listen, I say, you know what we do as Christians, as believers? We take the biggest mess. And although it's what we want it, Reality is, it's a mess. And we say, okay, God, look what I brought you. Will you bless it? Man, come on now. So you want God to bless your mess. It doesn't work like that. You have to realize that God wants the best for you. And actually, he already has the best lined up for you. But you have to believe that God knows best and that God has best in order to receive it. We got to stop bringing mess to God and asking God to bless it because guess what? Did God tell you to get involved in those things and those situations in the first place? It can be a job. It could be a relationship. It could be a friendship. But you have to remember this. My results are based off of my choices. And so that's why it's so important that we, we make room for God because it's in every decision that I make in my life, where does God play a role? No matter if it's your career, where does God play a role? If it's your relationship, your marriage, where does God play a role? Even in your friendship, where does God play a role? And it's more so of having a standard and a level of self-respect and a level of love for God to where it's like, listen, if nobody else has my back, God has my back. Growing up in the church, we would sing this song, and I'm not going to sing it all, uh, but we would sing a song, and it was, when there's nothing left but God, you still have enough to start all over again. Now, you really don't know what that feels like until you start losing things and losing people, and you realize all you have right now is God. But don't you know that's the perfect position to be in when it's just you and God? Why is that the case? Because God defines who I am. And because it's me and him, that's time with him where he can get me back on the right track. He can adjust my focus a little. He can make sure that I'm tuned in to the master plan. See, we don't just want to plan for our lives. We want to seek the master plan. And the master plan comes from God himself. And so the importance of making room for God is your ego and God can't be best friends. One has to go. I realized that my ego can cause me to pursue things. It can cause me to go after things that God just does not intend for me to go after. It can cause me to get into some situations that I just should not be in. You know, when you look in the Bible and you look at Jonah uh, and the whale, what got Jonah swallowed by the whale? It was his ego. He had a big ego and he decided that he was going to go in a direction contrary to what God had in store for him. How many times have you found yourself in the belly of a whale because of your decisions? All right, if you don't get what I'm saying, let's say it this way. How many times have you ended up in a dark space, a dark place in your life because of the decisions that you made? That's tough, isn't it? It's more about me taking the time to acknowledge God for who he is and believing that God will lead and direct my path and he will guide me in the direction that I'm supposed to go in. But one thing God will not do, he will not compete with my ego. He will not compete with my will. He will not compete with my way. The Bible lets us know that God is a jealous God. And that's truth because what he's saying is, is that he created me. He knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb, which means he truly knows what's best for me. But if I'm so stuck in my ego, if I'm so stuck in my ways, how can I see what God has just for me? And and if I can be straight up with you, have you ever just asked yourself this? Are my desires beneficial for long-term sake? See, sometimes we desire certain things and we would love for it to be long-term. But when you really be honest with yourself and you lay out those ideas and plans that you have for yourself and you see all the flaws in it and all the errors in it, and we still take the risk. I tell people all the time, you don't have to be, you don't have to go to a casino to be a gambler. You realize that, right? We gamble with our life every day based on the careless decisions that we make. And it could have been prevented if we sat and made room for God. I dealt with a lot of disappointment and heartbreak in my life because I did not make room for God. Now, that don't mean I didn't pray to him because, listen, one of our number one things we do is when things go left, we hit the knees but I should have been praying to God from the jump. I should have been seeking his counsel, seeking his guidance from the beginning, not when things go wrong, not when I'm suffering, not when I'm hurting, but even when things are good, I should be saying, Lord, would you order my steps? Would you show me what's for me? Show me what's best for me? And I realized that that meant that I really wasn't making room for God. Now, you ever had a guest (laughs) and... They're welcome to come, but you tell them, don't get com- don't get too comfortable. Don't stay for long. Listen, let- by 10 o'clock, you need to hit that door. You, you ever really just had those moments where it's like, I love you, but you can't stay here? Although we don't directly give God those words, our actions say it. Because when we need something, we invite him in. When we're going through something, we invite him in. But when everything is good or when we got, when we have what we want, even though it might not be the best for us, we don't even talk to the man. We serve God an eviction notice more than we even know. Why do you think that God will be one that will allow you to kick him out every time you think things are good? Making room for God means I'm saying, okay, God, listen, I cannot fulfill my purpose. I cannot truly embrace joy and peace unless you dwell in me. I can't do this by myself. My decisions are flawed. My actions are flawed. Although it looks beautiful, it seems beautiful, I know that there's something wrong with my decisions, if I don't truly seek you and consult with you. Why? Because we are naturally just a bunch of careless people. It's just nature. It's our first nature. We operate off of excitement. We operate off of feelings. We operate off of emotions. We operate off of all of these different things. And when you look at the makeup of that, you need to make room for God. Because God grounds us, he, he gives us guidance, he loves on us, he gives us instructions, and he creates a level of safety for us. We always tell people the biggest enemy is in me. I stop myself from reaching my fullest potential. I cause destruction in my life based off of the decisions that I made. So imagine inviting somebody into your life, making room for somebody into your life who has never made a mistake, who has never disappointed, but has always been there from the jump to love you, to care for you, and to show you what's best for you. You've invited everybody else into your life how many times have you been disappointed by the people you've invited into your life? Exactly. So why not sit there and invite a God who never fails into your life? Why not make room for him in your marriage? Why not make room for him in your friendships, in your life in general, in your relationships, whatever it is, make room for God and see the difference between making room for him and letting him lead and guide you and you trying to handle things within yourself. It's a big difference. I've, I At this point in my life, I have the greatest amount of joy. I have the greatest amount of peace because I made room for God. So the, the truth is, yes, God, anything that's going to hinder me from reaching my fullest potential, anything that's going to hinder me from living a blessed life, anything that's going to cause me to go through hell and cause a whole bunch of disruption, you can move that over. I want to make room for you so that you can abide in me and I can truly have peace. I can truly have joy and I can be a light to others. So today, what I'm asking you is, Are you willing to make room for God? Baby steps, baby steps. Rome wasn't built in a day, and you won't be able to get to that place where you truly can embrace him overnight. But what I am asking you to do is take those baby steps. Let's make room for God. Let's make room for somebody that truly cares about us and somebody that will not fail us. The Bible says, I'll never leave nor forsake you. God is a promise keeper. He's a way maker. But we have to trust them, and we have to make room for them. So, family, listen, that's all I have for today. We're wrapping this thing up. I love you. If nobody else loves you, know that I love you and know that God loves you. But don't get too busy where you haven't made room for God. Don't get so cocky and confident in yourself where you don't make room for God. Let's move some stuff over. Let's throw some furniture out, and let's make room for God. Once again, this is Truth and with Liberty and Love. I love you. I'm out. Until next time, God bless you.